This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Wednesday the 25th of August and thanks for joining me for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. By the way, those pings aren't mine, they're from fellow passengers aboard this excellent German intercity train, speeding, well kind of, from Dresden to Berlin. Today, well, I'm going to be talking about how the unanticipated Covid travel trap could possibly mean your vaccination record loses its sheen as early as the end of the year. Gatwick plans a second runway, saying, here's one we prepared earlier. And German trains, fine, once you've got a ticket, trying to buy one can make you lose the will to live. Of course, this podcast is completely free, and if you want to, you can sign up for my weekly travel email at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Austria is a delight to be in, summer or winter, but if you are planning a skiing trip early next year, and like me, you maybe got your second jab in spring or early summer, then beware. Let me tell you what the Austrians are saying. They believe that if you have had your second jab more than uh, two, nine months ago, then you are not going to be welcome in their country. It will not count as an alternative to testing. This, I think, is a one-off. I've not seen any other country who has um, come up with such an interesting and uh, really quite onerous rule, but it does exist. And just to let you know what it could mean for people, of course, um, well, you've got the uh, interesting situation where the rules are specifically about the second jab they say nothing about booster jabs and so therefore if you are in the position of having a booster jab this year well that that won't simply won't count from the Austrian point of view it would be very worrying if other countries decided nope your vaccination is going to lose its efficiency uh, by um, nine months or maybe a year after you got the second one and therefore we are limiting your travel opportunities. And a number of people have been in touch with me about Austria's position, particularly skiers who are very, very keen to return, of course, to the wonderful mountains of Austria next winter. And I am saying to them, look, everybody, don't panic. The Austrians have got this rule in place at the moment, but it's not affecting anybody because nobody in the world, as far as I can see, has had their second vaccination done uh, by, I think, the twenty, uh, the 30th of November, which I calculate is 270 
days ago. So it will really only start to come into play from the end of this year going into 2022. And we've ground to an unexpected halt here, just so you know. Gatwick has ground to something of an unexpected halt because they have found that the traffic um, going in and out of the what used to be the world's busiest single runway airport has absolutely collapsed. According to Eurocontrol, Gatwick is doing far worse than any of the other top 40 airports. Um, they have a traffic loss of 76%. You might think, well, they'd be doing anything they can to just conserve cash and wait until things are going to get better. But no, they are pressing ahead today. Uh, just been revealed 11.30 this morning that they are going ahead with their plan for a second runway, saying effectively, here's one we prepared earlier. You might be thinking, what? You're always going on about Catwick being the busiest single runway airport in the world. Has it already got another one? Well, yes, in 1979, they they remodelled an existing taxiway so that it could be used as an emergency runway, or really a standby runway. I've landed on it and uh, maybe even taken off from it as well. It's just to the north of the main runway. And the idea is that at the moment it's a little bit too close, 12 metres too close to the uh, main runway. But they're going to kind of use a bit more concrete and paint, repaint the centre line and they're going to get it 210 metres away. And that means that they will be able to use it simultaneously with the main runway. But it'll only be a kind of half runway in the sense that you are going to have to, uh, if you're on a, if you're flying a, any kind of aircraft, you're going to be landing on the main runway. And if you're flying a large aircraft such as a 787 or an Airbus A350, then you're going to be taking off from the main runway. But most of Gatwick's activities are Airbus A320s um, with EasyJet, the old 737 with Ryanair and so on. And so they will be able to take off from this runway at the same time as planes are coming in to land on the main runway. And Gatwick says this will be a great leap forward. It will allow it to handle 75 million passengers a year, which given that Gatwick um, was heading towards 50 million on one runway is quite a lot and Heathrow's best ever year 2019 was 81 million. Of course Heathrow has plans for a third runway, those are mired in controversy I think it is fair to say. The community groups surrounding Gatwick say this is an outrageous suggestion from Gatwick that uh, it ignores the climate emergency and of course, that it's not really necessary since Gatwick's traffic has collapsed. I've talked to the chief executive. He says we'll be back to where we were by 2025, 2026. The new runway will come into effect in 2029. Um, before then, we'll be increasing the number of movements from 55 an hour, which is really quite a lot, to 60 an hour. That means a plane either landing or taking off from that single runway every minute um, and then by 2038 by which stage 
Stuart Wingate, the chief executive, may possibly have retired. Who knows? I might have too. Um, anyway, he says by then 75 million passengers a year. We shall see. A consultation has been launched. Finally, as you can tell, the train has now speeded up, which is um, greatly to my advantage because I've got a flight going out of um, uh, Berlin's airport, which is the next stop due to be in in about six minutes. I don't think we'll quite make it, but um, that's all right. I've allowed plenty of time. However, I also had to allow plenty of time to buy my ticket. German railways ticket machines were invented by Franz Kafka. Yes, um, the, the man who tried to make life as complicated and difficult as he possibly could. Um, and he also was responsible um, for the online presence, um, barn, B-A-H-N dot D-E, which is a superb way of finding out about train times right across Europe. But when you try and actually book a ticket, well, particularly if, as in with my friend John, you are trying to book a bicycle, uh, you are going to be hitting your head against a brick wall. It will, for example, allow you to go all the way through, put all your credit card details in and say, oh, you know that bike space you reserve? Well, look, it's not, not here anymore. And then you go right back to the beginning. Um, so allow plenty of time. Always worth consulting seat61.com. That is the international rail travel site set up by my friend, Mark Smith, and that is strongly to be recommended too. So as we sort of approach Berlin's shiny, new, very late, extraordinarily expensive and underused airport, that's all for now. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Of course, you can find out all the news and information you need 24 hours a day. Just go to independent.co.uk. And if you want to sign up for that newsletter, follow it up with forward slash newsletters. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow by when we may or may not have found out about changes to the so-called green list. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.